Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 282. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off-Road Andy. Hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our entertainment podcast right after this. All right, Andy, we got some fun stuff to get to today. Um, first things first, Zion uh, just signed a $193 million contract. Uh, I don't know if you read it. I know you like to read that kind of stuff. Did you see the clause about his weight? I didn't look uh, too far into it, no. So there's a clause in there that requires him to weigh less than 100 or 295 pounds. Okay, should be should be doable. <laughs> He's got weekly testing. Uh, mm. I think upwards of four hours, if I read right. So, yeah, protect your investment. You don't want this guy, you know, blowing out his knees or something. So if he's two eighty, it's fine. Oh, he's in the clear. Yeah. Okay. Contract. Yeah. Specifically could, states, Andy. He could do some science to figure this out. How much can he eat still? Yeah. Well, I saw a thing. I I don't know if you've seen this in real life or not, but he did a Mountain Dew commercial. Yeah. He looked pretty large. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But so he's always going to look large. He's a large guy. So. But I also don't know if it's a good idea to. Do a Mountain Dew commercial. Mm, Mountain Maybe Dew do is a great. Powerade or Propel. Propel is not even a thing anymore. Is it not? I don't think so. I have to well. check now. <laughs> Remember Clear Gatorade in elementary school? It was so cool because it's just like, no teacher, this is just water. I reused my Gatorade container. I but it was actually Gatorade. Still, yeah, you could still buy Propel. But yeah. It doesn't look like it's very big anymore, you know? It was uh, pretty big while we were in high school, right? And then they they discontinued it in 2011, but allowed Propel Zero to go on. So, Mm -hmm. but here it is at Walmart. There you go. Oh, they even make those little packets so you can put, make your own, put it in the water, you know? Interesting. It's terrible. Terrible. Yeah. All right, well, enough about Propel and Zion. Andy, Bill Russell passed away at the age of 88. Yeah. uh, It's crazy that he was still alive. It always felt so unreal when you'd see him out there Um, because it's like like Babe Ruth coming out every so often or something. Yeah. Just like, oh, this is is the guy. This is like the oldest guy. Um, He wasn't the oldest, but he was, you know, the NBA isn't as old as other sports, so he is – pretty much up there as being like you think of as an an old old person i guess george mikan would be a, another oh yeah an older person he's been dead for a long time we haven't seen him but like bill russell mike and drill lives on yeah bill russell's like active he was at every nba finals it seemed like i don't know if he was there this year uh there's always there's covid issues and stuff but like the award was named after him so he would show up and present it every time so yeah it'll be sad to not see him there anymore um yeah, pretty cool that we got him this long, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's that this, a full life right there. That this legend uh, was there, um, and I'll, I will always remember um, him being at Obama's inauguration, and I think it was George Stephanopoulos is like, and uh, Morgan Freeman's here. Oh my God, <laughs> that was good. I mean, 
there's a pretty vast height difference. I think it's in a crowd and yeah, exactly. One of them standing above everyone else, towering over everyone for some. Maybe he's in a chair. I don't know. I don't remember the whole thing. Yeah, like I I think Morgan Freeman's probably like five foot nine and a half. Oh, I don't know. Freeman seems a little taller. Does he? He's like a six foot two. Yeah, and that's tall in Hollywood. Five nine and a half. Like Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, Liam Neeson. That's it. Yeah, no one else is tall. There's got to be other tall people. You just don't know about them. Morgan Freeman is 6'2", it says. All right. Well, still small okay. compared to Mr. Beca- Russell. Because it want, it's like, why did they put this guy next? But uh, because of um, Shawshank, of course. Tim Robbins is 6'5". Yeah, he, he's a taller so, guy, too. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It was a tall movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, you're going to tell us about Charles Barkley. Uh, just that he's not leaving TNT for the uh, golf thing. That was a, a story going around that the uh, the new LIV Golf League uh, wanted to bring Barkley on, and he'll just do his thing and talk shit on people about golf this time, which is like he's not he's not really a golf commentator. Uh, I get the joke that he's bad at golf, and that's funny and everything. I don't think he could do a halftime show of golf forever. Um but yeah, he's not going to do it. So a lot of people were criticizing him. You know, don't do this like all the other people, all the other sellouts and a little bit of controversy in the end. He says he's not leaving. So Tiger Woods um, turned down between seven and eight hundred million dollars from live, leave, live. I don't know. Yeah. Good for him. I mean, how could he leave the PGA? Like, uh, yeah. So. He should demand they name the, the game after him again. Yeah, they probably would. Bring back Tiger Woods golf. Do it. <clears throat> I'd be into that. All right. Um, you want to talk about the NFL? Yeah. couple things here. Uh, training camps did start, so we do have a – we do actually have an, a real game. Not not a, not a regular season game, but a real game this week. Uh, it would probably be terrible, but it's a Hall of Fame game. They usually do one uh, one week early, and then we'll get the regular preseason games a week after that. But – uh, the two things. First off, uh, Seahawks running back Chris Carson retired. Uh, he has had a nagging neck injury and just decided to uh, not go forward with his career. And he's um, going to get a big, nice little injury settlement uh, from whatever insurance he has. So that's nice. Um, but yeah, Seattle have to find a way to uh, replace him. Although he's been not active a lot because of this injury that he's been had for more than a couple of years now. So. Um, yeah, congratulations on on retirement. Uh, I don't think he's even thirty yet, uh, but you know, good idea to hang it up before you get even uh, further hurt. So he's, yeah, he's only twenty seven years old. So whoa, um, yeah, congratulations. Yeah, he only played in four games last year. So um, yeah, we don't see anyone get you know seriously hurt, have a life debilitating injury. So. Mm-mm. No, no, no. And then the next story is a uh, uh, worse. Um, someone we've talked about before on on this this show, but uh, Deshaun Watson facing a suspension for everything that he's done. Uh, it finally was ruled um, from the the independent person they hired to to go through the case and make a judgment. Uh, he's only being suspended for six games, so uh, people are not happy about that. So. To refresh you, uh, Deshaun Watson was accused by uh, more than 20 women of sexual assault uh, during 
uh, massages. He would hire independent masseuses who would come to his house and then uh, he would do more after the <laughs> massage started, uh, proposition them, I don't know, touch them, all kinds of things. All kinds of people have come forward and uh, no criminal case has has gone forward with it. It's just not enough to really do anything. Um, but that doesn't mean nothing happened. And the person uh, who inve- did the investigation led the, this whole process says that, uh, yeah, everything we found out seems credible and everything. But the NFL rules would sh- indicate that uh, a six-game suspension is what is appropriate for this kind of thing. Um, so that person was a, a judge, I believe, a former judge, retired judge. And she came to that conclusion. That's well, that's that's what I would give based on the rules, kind of like a, a sentence. Um, for me, it seems insane because, okay, well, that's so if he did it to one person, he'd get six games. And if he did it to 20 people, he'd get six games, according to that logic. Is you know, it doesn't stack, which shouldn't like stack if you um, touch multiple people. Like if you do this in real life, if you murdered one person and then three months later murdered another, you don't get to be like, well, it's only one murder because I'm only one person. Uh, so very, very strange. Yeah, uh, the, NFL, the NFL has the ability to appeal to themselves. It's a very, it's a very weird thing. The NFL has ultimate power, but they're like, we're going to hire this independent person and they're going to come up with it. But if we don't like what they do, we have the reserve the right to then just do what we want. Um, so I don't know if this whole thing is going to be a farce or not, but uh, they haven't done anything yet. And I think they only have until tomorrow to make a decision on that. Um, a lot of people have brought up other suspensions that have happened in the last like decade that it just doesn't seem to be in line with this six-game suspension. Uh, just this year, there was a player who was uh, suspended for the entire season. He was betting on games while he was injured. Whoa. So he wasn't playing in the games, but he was betting. What's and, wrong with that? Uh, they came down pretty hard. You're not allowed to bet on games. You're not allowed to bet on even if it's you know a different team. What if you um, use a VPN? Yeah, I don't know how he got caught. I don't know how he got caught. I should have been more careful. Um, people who have like two steroid suspensions end up getting like longer sentences or not long, not sentence, you know, suspensions. Um, Ezekiel Elliott got a six game suspension for one instance of domestic violence that also did not have any criminal charges associated with it. So one incident versus Deshaun Watson's 20 plus gets the same suspension um so it's a bad it's a bad look i I think there'll be a lot of people who will be like good i want this over with six games it's fine i don't want to talk about it again let's move on uh but a lot of people are gonna be like this is makes the nfl look bad so you know be interesting to see if the nfl does change their mind on it tomorrow uh if they do see the reaction that it makes them look bad they don't want to look bad but they might just say hey we hired this person to be independent we are going to accept what they did and that's it so it's you know takes pressure off us, um, but yeah, when he does come back, it'll be a, a big story. So if he does only mix six games, that leaves eleven more games for the Cleveland Browns, and we haven't seen him play in a long time. But he was one of the best when he was playing. So uh, I'm sure the Browns are happy that it only was six games. I think they're prepared for a full year. Um, you could also compare this to other sports where um, Trevor Bauer got. He got a two-year suspension, but it was starting at that point. He had already been, um, he already had missed like basically three quarters of the season by the time they ruled on on that. 
So he basically got a three-year suspension for his thing. And again, that was one incident, one person, no criminal charges ended up going forward. Um, so it just seems crazy that Deshaun Watson, it's like, guess if you're going to sexually assault one person, why not make it 20? Whoa. Just just get it. You know, it's a 20 for one deal. Uh, it seems like the NFL. So You heard it here first. Folks. Yeah, it's it's Direct crazy. Andy. But he will uh, he'll never live this down for his career. I'm sure he'll be booed. Uh, regardless, it, it never seemed like he'd be he was never going to be suspended forever. Um, there are cases where people just never come back. Uh, I think Miles Bridges with the with the Charlotte Hornets. Um, he He's arrested and charged with, I think, felony domestic assault. So that's really serious. Uh, Ray Rice was a he was only suspended way back when that was that was kind of when the NFL changed their thing up. You remember, remember Ray Rice? He I remember the name. He was caught on camera in an elevator, like dragging a woman. Oh, like, yeah, her. yeah, yeah. So he was like initially only suspended for like four games. And then the video got leaked out. People were like, yeah, what the videos fuck? talk? So, um, yeah, he ended up being suspended longer. But then the NFL, people in the NFL just decided, actually, he's not good enough to sign. So basically he just got blackballed from the league for the rest of his career and never came back. Good. So um, you'll see that with lesser talents. Uh, but Deshaun Watson is is a top tier quarterback, so that was never going to happen. So, do these uh, guys get like an etiquette coach or anything? Well, okay. So here's what is funny about this uh, part of the ruling: the the independent judge here came out and said he is not allowed to get massages from anyone not scheduled by the team. And it's like, good, good. That's a good thing. <laughs> He's not allowed to pursue his own massages anymore. It's Who's like, gonna police that? I don't, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if he's getting massages at one a.m. off a internet app. Who's gonna know? You know, it's breaking this curfew too. Then, Andy. yeah, I don't. It, it, yeah, the whole thing yeah, is strange yeah. because yeah, it's, it's always just, something with the NFL or athletes. it's outside. It's outside of the legal system, but it's like we want to do better than what the legal system allows. Yeah, so this is not gonna be the last we hear of it. There might be an update to his suspension, but even if there's not, even if it's only the six games, this is going to be a season-long story, I'm sure. So, mm-hmm. All right. Any more NFL? You ready to talk about MLB? Yeah, I want to move on to something. Let's talk about exciting. baseball. Yeah. Uh, the baseball trade deadline was today. So um, this is the last day you can make a trade. Unlike uh, in the past, there was like the... There was the trade deadline, then there was the waiver trade deadline. You could make these kind of weird trades through the waiver system. Uh, that's gone now. So there's only one trade deadline. That's it. That's that's today. It's already done. So no more no more trades. Um, so there was a lot of big ones. Uh, the biggest one was Juan Soto. We had talked about him before. One of the best young players in baseball. The Nationals could not uh, agree on an extension with him, so they decided we're going to trade you and get as much as we can out of you uh, right now because um, despite being a fantastic player, he's not really helping the team because the team is so bad that it doesn't matter how good he is, they're still the best he can get them to be is like not the worst team in the league. He can make them maybe go from last place to 25th place. So there's no value in that. So they uh, didn't end up trading him. Um, He's going to the Padres. So a big, big race, but who's going to get them? You know, all the all the big teams were were involved here: Yankees, Dodgers, Padres. Um, and the Padres were really have been really aggressive the last like five years on getting big name players, and they have they have a great farm system. They keep replenishing, so uh, they made a big move here. So they also acquired Josh Bell, uh, first baseman in the deal, uh, but they traded like 
four of their top prospects and uh, you know a young major league shortstop, a young major league sh- uh, starting pitcher. So that's kind of what uh, Washington was looking for. They wanted uh, a couple of players who were already up and then some some prospects here. Um, now there was a, a detail to the trade that was um, uh, changed before the trade was finalized. So originally. Eric Hosmer, the Padres' first baseman, was going to go back to the Nationals in the trade because uh, the Padres were looking to, you know, shed a little bit of salary after they're going to take on some salary here. So they wanted to get rid of Hosmer's contract, which has been pretty bad. They gave him uh, a big deal a few years back; it just hasn't lived up to it. Uh, but Hosmer had a no trade, um, or he he only had a no trade to ten specific teams, and the Washington Nationals Nationals happened to be on them, and he decided to actually. Um, exercise his no trade and say, actually, I don't, I'm not going to be part of this. I don't want to do it. And so uh, they had to change up the deal here. Uh, but then the Padres still found a way to get rid of Hosmer because um, there's only 10 teams he had, he could reject a trade to. So there's 20 others that he had to go to. Um, and the Padres ended up trading him to the Red Sox. And the Padres actually ended up trading a couple prospects with him in order to get the Red Sox to accept that deal. So, um, they were just desperate to get rid of uh, this guy's salary, um, and also make make room for uh, Josh Bell, who they acquired. So, um, yeah, Eric Hosmer going to the Red Sox. Uh, they're not; they're just taking a, basically buying some prospects here because the Red Sox aren't really looking to compete. Uh, they didn't really trade a bunch of players. There was a, a thought they might trade some some people really sell here at the deadline, but they didn't. But they still uh, appear to be not really in the in the race here. Um, I'd say the next biggest move was Luis Castillo going to the Mariners. So he uh, was traded for um, the Mariners gave up three of their five, their top five prospects, which is a lot to give up. Um, and, and then one other prospect. So the, the Reds really um, got a, a number of players to, to replace them there. The Reds aren't very good this year. So they made, they made some other moves as well. Um, they traded uh, Tyler Molle to the Twins. Um, for a few prospects as well. And then uh, Brandon Drury also to the Padres. So the Padres made a number of moves here um, to get better, while the Reds made a number of moves to uh, basically get rid of all their major league talent and uh, get a bunch of young prospects here. Uh, but yeah, in, just in addition to Soto and Bell and Drury, Padres also, uh, as a big move from yesterday, got Josh Hader. A uh, little surprising because Josh Hader is probably the best relief pitcher in baseball over the last few years. And um, he's with the Brewers, who are good. They're leading their division. They've been in the playoffs seemingly every year the last four years with Hayter leading them. Um, but they, they basically were honest about it, that Hayter is um, expected to earn like $18 million next year and then be a free agent the year after that. And they don't uh, value relief pitchers that high. So... Um, even though he's one of the best, he's only going to pitch 60-something innings uh, a year. So how much value are really getting out of it? So um, a little surprising, but the, the Padres are all in. But the uh, the Brewers basically said, we're not all in on any season. We want to be good every year. We want to compete every year. And uh, trading Hader for a few more prospects is actually uh, the best thing for us. It'll make us better two years from now versus uh, maybe we'll be a little bit worse this year. So uh, they did get back the Padres' closer, Taylor Rogers in the deal. So they did replace Hader um, with another reliever, although he's not probably not going to close because uh, the Brewers have 
this uh, other reliever, Devin Williams, who's incredible and probably um, would be deserving of a closer spot in any other team. But he, he's behind Hader, who's so proven. So, um, What's the next biggest deal here I've got here? Uh, Frankie Montas going to the Yankees. The Yankees have a great rotation, but they don't know how um, healthy Luis Severino will be, so they wanted to uh, make a move to get a, a good starter, and uh, Montas has been that for Oakland. So the Yankees sent back uh, four prospects for for him. So, yeah, that's uh, Yankees are definitely all in. They're, they've been so good for a while, and they haven't uh, got it done yet. But uh, and then some other some other moves. The Twins um, traded for a closer, uh, Jorge Lopez. Uh, the Angels traded a couple of their players to the Phillies, so the Angels are out of it. Uh, so they traded Noah Syndergaard and Brandon Marsh to the Phillies, and then they traded uh, Rysel Iglesias, their closer, to the Braves. So uh, They just gave Iglesias a, an extension like a couple months ago when the Angels thought they were good. Uh, then it's all falling apart, so uh, he's headed to the Braves. So uh, the Angels need young players for the future because there's no present. Uh, it's pretty bad for them. Um, the Astros picked up a couple of solid veterans for their run here. Christian Vasquez of the, of the Red Sox and Trey Mancini of, of the Orioles. Uh, Mancini is a great story. Yeah. Beat cancer. He got cancer like right before, um, right before COVID, right? Right before that season, spring training, he found out and missed that entire 2020 season and came back way sooner than we thought last year. So it's a nice little story. Um, Andrew Benatendi also going to the Yankees. Uh, that's notable because the Yankees said they weren't interested in him because he wasn't vaccinated, but I guess they uh, changed their mind there. So, um, I think it's also notable the Cubs really didn't trade any of their better players because they, the Cubs are out of it, and they there was a lot of um, rumors about them trading like Ian Happ or Wilson um, Contreras, and they ended up not doing it. Um, I don't know what that's about. The Cubs are a weird franchise. Uh, they just they won a World Series not that long ago. You would think they have all kinds of money, but they're they act like a really cheap team. So weird. Uh, and then yeah, I just wanted to say that the Dodgers didn't really do anything. They made a couple of trades, um, some like minor leaguer swaps. They took on Joey Gallo from the Yankees, who's having like one of the worst seasons you could possibly have, but was an All Star not that long ago. Um, but just can't <clears throat> just can't seem to make contact. Striking out, I think. 38% of the time. Uh, it's pretty bad. Woof. Um, but they've, they've figured out how to fix certain players sometimes. So maybe they're just taking a chance on this guy. Um, he used to be good at some point. So, uh, But yeah, it was an exciting deadline. Like this is baseball has the best trade deadline. Uh, always big names going. Um, surprises like Josh Hader. Um, and then, yeah, it's always surprising to see the players that don't get traded. Because... They they're in they've been in rumors for two months, then they just end up staying with the same team. It's like how do they feel? But you know, in the NBA, like Jalen Brown writes like nine Instagram posts about how sad he is. But these baseball players just have to keep going. No other choice. Yeah, uh, and then a couple other things here for baseball. I wanted to bring up um, number one: the, the Braves extended Austin Riley, your young third baseman. Give him a 10-year, $212 million deal, which is it's a lot of money, send, setting you up for life, I would say. Um, but it's not that much per year compared to some of the other top players out there. Uh, but definitely just sacrificing uh, top-level le- money for a guarantee here. So he's still young, I think only second or third year or something like that. Not, not very 
many years, so he's still not getting paid a ton. So this way he's going to get a lot more money up front now. Um, but he won't be a free agent until he's 35, um, at, which at that point you're usually not getting a deal. So, um, yeah, interesting that he would make this deal rather than maybe like a six-year, $140 million deal or something like that. But um, that's what he went up doing. Um, and I just want to talk about the Angels because they uh, didn't trade everyone that they could have. Um, Otani um, was maybe available. The Angels had said, no, we're not. he's not available. He's, he's so great. But I think they let it know, be known like, hey, if you – Really wow us with something. We have to consider it. So, um, yeah, like give us give us some offers. And in the end, it, nothing came of it. So, Otani's still with the Angels, uh, but he will probably be in other trade rumors going until he's uh, a free agent with the Angels. So, uh, that's just reality there. And then, yeah, the other Angels star, uh, Mike Trout. It came out this week that he has a um, a rare condition a rare back condition and it sounded bad when you say oh it's rare not many people have had it and it's going to be something you have to you do maintenance on forever which sounded Whoa. pretty bad and and trout has had a rough stretch the last couple of months um, but he came out and said no that, that was a way too big overreaction to that um, yes this condition is real but it's really not that bad um, it's not gonna knock me out I'm not gonna end up losing my career. So, um, yeah, just a big overreaction, which who knows what the real truth is, probably somewhere in between. But, uh, yeah, not great. And he, he's kind of tailed off. And then you get this news about this injury that he'll have forever. But I think it's pretty common, things like that. We're like, oh, this guy, his shoulder will always be bad, and that's just how it is. And you see that a lot in football, definitely. Yeah, that's no good. Back uh, issues are <laughs> woof. Yeah, but we probably all have them to some extent. So, yeah, I hurt my uh, back a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so uh, hopefully uh, he'll be fine though. Yeah, and hopefully they can build a team around him before his back finally goes out. <clears throat> uh, anything else to add? Uh no, that's it. It's a good amount of baseball right there. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap us up for episode two hundred and eighty-two of the Tony's Take podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with him we had Off Road Andy. Yes. We'll see you later.